Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Uh, This is your host of this show, Connor McCabe. And you know, if you've been listening to this thing, that this is a podcast where I bring on a guest to talk about a meaningful video game from their past. We talk as much about what made playing the game fun, memorable, and special as we will about the context of when this person got into this game and when it became so meaningful to them. Uh... A little bit of housekeeping up top is if you want to find us on social media, you're in luck because you absolutely can do that. We're on Instagram at callmebyyourgamepod, and we're also on Twitter at callmebyyourgame. But on Twitter, we just have one Y, so it's B-Y-O-U-R. There you can see what episodes we have coming out every week, the cool art I make for each one of them, a cute picture of our guests, and even learn about how you can support them and what they've been up to. Um, you can support the show in a few other ways by, of course, giving us a five-star rating interview on Apple Podcasts. That helps more just – I almost said delicious. What I meant to say was delightful. More delightful listeners like you find the show. Um, so if you've enjoyed this, uh, consider writing us a rating and review, letting us know maybe your favorite episode or your favorite moment from the show. Um, that way more people – will find us easily. Uh, You can also share the show with a friend, whether they love the game we are talking about today or video games in general, uh, or cool mustaches, because there's a couple cool mustaches on this episode. And lastly, of course, you can support us on Patreon. We are over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, and that is where you can find a bunch of bonus video game content, not only a monthly Call Me By Your Game episode where I sit down with a group of people to discuss a meaningful game to all of us. Um, There are, I believe, 23 of those at this point. So if you subscribe to our $10 DJ Toad tier, you have access to all of those. You have access to whatever games club we have going on and all of those in the past. Uh, If you're listening to this, we just wrapped up the Metal Gear Solid Games Club where we covered nine games in the series. And um, a little soft announcement, which uh, we talk about on that episode, But starting in August through the end of the year, we'll have the second part of our Games Club this year, and that will be covering eight games in the Donkey Kong series. So we're really going after it. Um, But yeah, again, that's at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. But that'll do it for the housekeeping, and I can introduce our guest for this episode on this uh, beautiful, uh, sunshiny Saturday afternoon here in sunny Los Angeles, California. Please welcome... To the microphone, Sewer Shark himself, Carlos Orlando. Hello, my friend. What's up? Oh, yeah. Now we're really back in the 90s, baby. Uh, Give me some tang. Uh, It's kick in the glass and the pouch. Uh, Mm. I just had to have a 90s reference since you did. What? (laughs) Tang? Do you remember Tang? I remember Tang, but was that a a phrase? Yes, the commercial. It it was very intense. Uh, A lot of orange on screen. A lot of mm. orange and tang. And mm. they would say, I'm going to do my best impression. And the listener, you're going to have to look up a commercial after this just to see how I did. At the tagline at the end of almost every commercial, I think, was something like, Tang, it's a kick in the glass and the pouch. Something like that. Whoa. Yeah. I I do not remember that. I do have a, a very traumatic uh, memory of Tang. No. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I was – I remember being like – this is probably like around the the uh, the, the time when I'm like a uh, like a big gamer, yeah. Like, you know, like 10, 11 mm-hmm. years old, um, and I'm at a friend's house, and um, and and my friend's mom uh, makes this tang, 
<laughs> and she like, you know, I guess she makes this tang or whatever. And then she steps away and then she comes back. And then she like shows me the tang inside and says, did you just, did you spit in this? What? And she shows me like, like, I guess, uh, like it's wet or something, like a drop of water or whatever was in the, this tang. The powder? Uh, the, uh, it was like a big canister. It was yes. like a, like a giant canister. Um, and I said, no, but she wouldn't believe me. And she like called my mom <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and then that like friendship kind of fizzled after that. So no um, way. She just, yeah, uh, she, she just assumed this, this little piece of shit kid. Um, can I cuss on this? Can I cuss? Yeah. You cuss as Great. much as you like. This little piece of shit kid spit in my tang. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I, you know, here I go again, bringing up people's mm-hmm. trauma. Uh, yeah, 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 my yeah, yeah. bad, but that's crazy. She must have just been like, no, my son can't hang around this kid. He's too cool. I got to find an excuse cool. to sabotage this. Yeah. And why would I, why would any kid spit? Like, here's some tang. Hey, I'll, I'll be right back. Come back. You, what? Yeah. I really. just made you tang and you spit in it. Truly. I, but then again, like, how did it get in there? Cause she showed me what it looked like. Do you um, remember it being a little liquidy? Uh, Do you think she spit in it? Yeah, like what happened? Or your friend? Maybe my friend spit in it and wouldn't yeah. admit to it. I, I don't even remember this friend at all. I don't. <laughs> but the, hey, you'll never forget his mom. Almost like I, I block the memory of who that friend is. But that mom, I will remember just her accusing me as this little child. Like That's scary. Did you spit in my tank? <laughs> did you have to, did you get like picked up? Was it like hang over? Yeah, yeah. Basically like, uh, yeah, she like called my mom. My mom had to pick me up and. Wow. Uh, Gosh. Well, that's the way I love to start off each podcast episode. That's my favorite segment on the show. I'm Uh, going to try my best to just bring back trauma. Hey, uh, hey, it's something we do every week here. It's called uh, the guest trauma corner Um, or trauma mama, as this uh, Mm -hmm. lady uh, is is helping us describe. Um, Carlos, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you. I've been fighting to get my young man on this pod for a few weeks. Um, oh. Haven't I, though? <laughs> uh, we know each other like I know most of my guests through the mm-hmm. Los Angeles improv and comedy community. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't actually remember like the moment we met, but I sort of remember the general time when I started mm-hmm. to interact with you more. I want to mm-hmm. say this is probably around like 2018 possibly. Ooh, 2018. Um, maybe even 2017. Right. Maybe. Um, but I just remember because you hosted uh, Shoebiz for a while, correct? I hosted Shoebiz, which was a storytelling improv show. Yes. Uh, and also takes the name from, uh, if anyone knows the clubhouse, like uh, above the clubhouse, it still says cartoon shirts. And then like in the corner, it says uh, that's Shoebiz. Yes. Because it used to be a shoe store and they never took it down. And uh, oh, my just, phone is ringing. Give me one hey, second. All good. I'm gonna just He's popular this. guests. Can you tell? Hey, to my brother. My brother's calling me. Oh, because uh, uh, I want to like get his quick insight because he's my younger brother. That's just like a year younger than me. And we were like, we were the gamers. We were, yes. you know, we saved money together to buy consoles. Yes. You know, and uh, but then he wasn't available, and now he's calling now, and doesn't matter. Look who's doing a refresher. Uh, yeah. Uh, down memory lane. It is fun to hear from some guests who are like, oh, I was talking to like my friend mm-hmm. or my sibling or my cousin or something about it. Mm-hmm. Just that it helping, you know, dislodge those memories that have become just crystallized in our yeah. brain and maybe we've forgotten. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, so I love I, that. And I remember going back to like how we remember each other. I remember you, I think, from either Mock. Probably. Or I think it was TNT. probably Mock. It was probably Mock, probably TNT, one of those. Yeah. It's all a blur now. Yes. Uh, I just remember lots of fun was had. So much and I fun. Remember, and I remember thinking like, who is this? Who is this funny, this funny, young, handsome man? And then at some point you found out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, it's a mirror. Um, <laughs> hey, there we go. No, it was, uh, it was you. I've always been a, I, I remember like always being a fan of yours. And then as you know, um, uh, getting deeper and deeper into uh, improv at that time. Cause I feel like my relationship with improv is always like uh, off and on. Yeah. Like, uh, like any relationship. Hey there. Um, <laughs> uh, not not like any relationship. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> no, um, every relationship is exactly every like that. Relationship is off and on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we eventually did get to know each other, and we actually stayed in the same hotel room at one yes. point overnight. Uh, out in uh, Joshua Tree, the old Joshua at Tree. like a Motel Six or something. Mm. Uh, mm. And in, in the other room that was joined to ours in a sweet style was former guest of the show, Anna Salinas. Uh, she was she was a, a okay, not guest, host? Not, not a, host. a guest on this episode, okay. on this podcast. Okay, she came sorry. on and, oh, we talked about a uh, an old like, computer game, Pajama Sam, which is like some a children's <laughs> like, oh point God. and click adventure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, mm. all, last summer. So we're, we're, we're not quite at a year, but we're getting there. Mm. A year from honest, but yeah, I, I remember you, you coming gotta to play get Mark. her back. You gotta get her I've, back. Oh, we actually got on a back last summer for one of those co-op episodes I was talking about, where I have a group on. Okay. Um. So I. So yeah. Now Anna's not allowed back for another year at least. All right. Um. But yeah, I remember you coming to play Mock a lot more and getting more familiar with you. I think around the mm. same time as when Menudo formed and yeah. you all started. Speaking performing. of. Anna Salinas, yeah. the uh, the um, basically the founder of that, um, or the not maybe not the founder. What do you call it? The, uh, the the coach, the not the coach, uh, the the Captain. person that gets the gang together. Yeah, like, the the organizer, the organizer, the handpicker. The um, I was we were all handpicked. None of us knew each other before then, except for maybe you know in July. Maybe knew everybody a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> as July does. Uh, but everyone knew Anna, and um, and then we just started playing together, and now we're all best friends. You guys like were so fun from the get go. I think I had like a my own friendship with most of you, except Heather. Heather and Anna, I always knew together because mm-hmm. as soon as I got to know Anna, Heather was around. Um, but July, I already knew because we were doing video game stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and improv, uh, Claudio. I knew. Uh, Eli, don't I knew. don't talk about Claudio. Don't. Oh, talk he about he him. only gets his name mentioned twice, and now we'll not That's not it? speak him because he's like it. Bloody Mary. You say it a third time, he's oh, gonna show up. Yes, yes. Do not say it a third time. And we don't want that. But yeah, yeah. just I remember all that. I remember you getting on. Uh, I think were you on characters and mess hall the same time in fall 2019? Yeah. Yeah, it was like yes. around that time. Yeah, and it, and and then the pan and then the pandy happened, and uh, and I'm 
technically still on it. Yeah, still baby. on those teams. Still hey. on characters. Welcome, baby. Hey, I don't know if you realize it, but I've almost been. I'm I'm approaching three years on Herald Night thanks to the Hell, pandemic. Congrats. Yeah, congrats, you know man. it's been a good journey. <laughs> yeah, I haven't felt like I've made a lot of progress in the last two whole years, but. You know, but you have performed, right? Like uh, a little bit. We got to do a show together recently that was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Which, what was it? What was that team? What was that team uh, that you were on? Uh, Jet Night? Set. Jet Set. Yes. 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 But you're talking about something that we we just performed in a yeah, basement. Yeah, it was like a menudo mashup. In somebody's basement. Yes, yeah. that was fun. Is so much fun. I was actually in uh, that area this morning getting a a burrito. A breakfast burrito. Oh my god! Do not say the name because I know what you're talking about. Tacos via Corona. It must have been. I don't even remember the name. They got the chips inside the burrito. It's in this little hole in the wall. It's next yes. to this little parrot. <laughs> These like parrots that are just staring you down. Yeah. This little parrot shop. It is the best breakfast burritos in all of America. Wow. In my opinion. And I've only been to three states. Um, <laughs> hey, that's enough of a sample size to know definitively. I know. Based on New York, Nevada, and California. There we go, baby. No, uh, is, that a, is that a real fact? You've only been to those three states? Uh, no, I've been to Florida, Utah, I would say five. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, five. I had to ask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got to do... That show recently in that basement, which was just mm. such a blast. Um, mm. But yeah, we've we've even like kept in touch and become. You're one of those people I've actually I, th- I would say become better friends with mm-hmm. throughout the pandemic. Probably more mm-hmm. since it's opened up. I feel like we've gotten to hang out a lot in the last year and go party our little tukuses off. Well, you um, know, I, going back to that like hotel room, I feel like that weekend when we were filming that short film that uh, Anna and Heather were. Uh, their baby, their little film there. I feel like that was that in that mo in that like weekend we got a little closer. Definitely. I yeah. mean, you know, how can you not get closer when one of us has a whole prosthetic uh, mm-hmm. makeup to their face and the other one is getting sound off? I mean, that's just a, yeah. a tale as old as time. But also, like, like it was at a time at the height of like you cannot mm-hmm. see anybody. You can't. Yes. See, you cannot hang with anybody. You cannot see your family. You better stay the fuck home. Don't even look at Instagram. Do not even open it. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was at that time where like you couldn't really do anything, and then all of a sudden, like we all took our like tests and we're like, let's go out here this weekend and 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 do this little short film. Yes. And it was uh, one of like the best memories. I would say top, top twenty memories of my life <laughs> in the top twenty. It was so much fun, and it was mm. such a nice excuse. Like I, I agree entirely. Like I wasn't seeing people, or mm. re- the only people I was seeing was were Edgar and Anna because I would go over mm. to use their gym in their basement or like in their mm. garage. Yeah, you but, you love basements, dude. You know me. I'm we're back there, baby. Give me a. Uh, uh, something below ground level and I'm in. Uh, I consider a grave a basement. I'd love to f- be in one of those. Um, uh, soon enough, brother. Soon enough. <laughs> we'll all be there. Uh, but yeah, that was so much fun. I-, I had a really great time getting to hang out with you. I think mm-hmm. we even drove together from like – we had a couple rides together from Oh my hotel. god. We had like some heart to hearts. I remember that. We did. We were probably I don't talking get about too, the ladies. I don't want to get too into the details, but I remember you like very much being vulnerable and like um, 
and I being vulnerable back. And I, yeah, it, that, that weekend definitely solidified like, hey, we're friends, aren't we? Yes, it, yes, it did. We're friends. And then once we could hang out more, we started doing that last year. And look at us yeah. now. We'll yeah, even us now, just text each other on some weekends. Mm. And then I'll see you at, uh, not to blow up your spot, but I'll see you at my place of business. Mm. Yeah. Which yes. is a great excuse. Yes. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been to my place of business. I haven't, but uh, let's just say that uh, I wouldn't puff, puff, pass on going there. I would go there. <laughs> I'm a manager at a dispensary. Yeah, my God. Yeah. Oh, hit me up <laughs> if you know me. <laughs> Check maybe out my the show. Yeah, uh, maybe. I won't well, say which one, though. Um, right. So that's, I mean, that's how I know you. And we, we that was mm -hmm. fun. We just got to go down memory lane a little bit. But mm -hmm. is there anything about yourself that you want to share with the listener? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I know I. They probably can, by context clues, know that you're an improviser and an actor. But yeah, who are you? What do you want to share about yourself? Um, I, you know, to be honest with you, this last year has been wonderful uh, in terms of just like uh, getting creative again and getting back into that, especially with like things opening up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I am kind of, uh, I feel like I'm having a, a great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, getting back into creative stuff. So um, after like, because I did take the pandemic pretty seriously. And uh, so seriously that I was, uh, there was probably like a good year from like 2019, 20, no, no, I'm sorry. 20, basically probably all of 20. 21 where I didn't even really consider myself an actor or yeah. comedian or anything. I was like, I sell weed yeah. <laughs> at this dispensary yes. and uh, I am interested in this world of cannabis. And so I'm going to focus on uh, just doing this. And I, you know, and this, this was a, and, you know, and, and maybe I'll have shows here and there, but just kind of treat it like, like a hobby, like comedy yeah. is like this hobby thing. And then I had like a show, like when things started opening up and then I booked a commercial. A and farmer's commercial? A farmer's commercial, then a KFC commercial. And then yeah, like- Yeah, baby. And, and then now I'm like back at uh, studying at the Groundlings. And it's like all these things have been happening where uh, in the last six months, really, in the last six months where I'm just like, I am, I am an actor. I'm a yeah. comedian. I'm back, baby. Yeah, you um, are. Yeah, I guess uh, I, I just want the listeners, the delicious listeners to know that. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Well, I'm so happy to hear that. I mean, I feel like I could, I've gotten that sense from you yeah. this year, getting to see some of the stuff you've done and, and just hear for you. And it seems like you've, yeah. you seem to, you know, some, you never know. We all go through ups and downs, but it seems yeah, like you're I, having I also, a really nice year. And I want to also say like that, that I needed it. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. And I think I think a lot of us need it where we have to kind of step away from this. Like I said, like I've had an off again, on again relationship with um, with improv on again, off again is what I meant. Um, and comedy and acting. I will take breaks and focus on myself, <laughs> which uh, can be really healthy. Yeah. Uh, do it, guys. Clarity too. Stop doing <laughs> stop following your dreams <laughs> and start focusing on yourself. And, and, then, back. and then you can start drawing your dreams again, but not after you focus, not yeah. before you focus on yourself. Uh, yeah. Well, that's so great. Um, I love hearing all this. This is great. I feel like I've had a similar 
experience in this last year of like just a a bit of a, a rebirth creatively and 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 just in general in life, I think, you know, a lot of people are probably experiencing that mm-hmm. considering how rough it has been on a lot of us. Not that things are great right now, but like no, we can see no, people. No, things are fucking awful. They right are. Now. They probably will be forever, but yeah. at least we can see people now um, mm. uh, with a less of a uh, risk of our health as much as there's still one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been so nice to, you know, have you be in my life a little mm-hmm. more. But we're here to talk about. Video games. Top today. Gun, baby. We're here to talk about <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> I, am, I am seeing it Monday, though. I know you're you are seeing saw, it Monday. I can't talk it. to you about it then. I can't I talk know. to you about it. But once you see it, let's talk about it. Because yes. I got opinions. Oh, can't I got wait. Opinions. Um, but aside from Top Gun, we're going to talk some video games today. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into your history with games in general. But Carlos, mm-hmm. before yeah. we do that, would you tell us the game you chose to discuss for the main event later? Just what yeah. is the title of this game? I was a big – something about me is I'm a loyal guy. I'm loyal. And and I was for the longest time a Sega loyalist. Sega. Like I was a Sega. I was everything, <laughs> everything Sega. And I had the Sega Genesis and the Sega CD and the Sega 32X. But when I got the Sega CD, it was a bundle – uh, pack with a little game called Sewer Shark. Can't wait. Sewer Shark on the Sega CD. Sega! You know what? Sega mm-hmm. does what Nintendo don't. Did you know that? Oh, man. You are. You're saying these little things and they sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, just uh, Sega's full ad campaign from the 90s. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't real- wait for you to uh, to really get into this because you said that you did a little research on this whole like I did game as well, and uh, and I uh, briefly before we started recording, like maybe an hour before, <laughs> perfect. Watched like watched some quick videos about it uh, and made no notes. So, hey, but that's the way to do it. Just like refreshers, yeah. you know. Um, get those, get that brain moving. I mm-hmm. and I'm I'm excited to hear from you about this because I really knew mm-hmm. nothing about it until also today when I did about a uh, little bit of research and prep for this. So yeah. we're gonna talk about it, but before we do that, I want to hear about your history with games in general. Yeah. Or first, Carlos, let's start at the beginning. Um, okay. were video games something that you remember like taking an interest in, or were they around as you were like gaining consciousness? Well, I am at I am old enough to say that I I really grew up with video games when they were blowing up when they were just like I am uh I was born in the 80s baby oh early God. 80s and so like I remember being like maybe 5 or 6 or maybe, I can't be playing video games that young maybe 6 or 7 no, no. Yeah, I'm playing video games. I'm playing Atari. Nice. Atari. Because yes. my brother, my big brother had an Atari and I would, and I don't even remember what I was playing, but I remember just being super yeah. into it. And then like like many kids in the 80s, waking up one Christmas morning and opening up a Nintendo Ooh, entertainment the system. Nintendo? A Nintendo entertainment system. Oh, so gosh. clean. So new, so just, mm. and it was like, um, I remember just opening that bad boy up and it's like, 
that smell, that packaging, that um, it was it was a big deal. The sharp and, edges of the console. Ooh, ooh, and we're talking about like the first one where yeah. it, it's not like uh, I don't know how many versions they had of the console, but it like had like the uh, that, like, like a, it looked like a VHS. It looked like an old VHS. Yes, um, pretty much opening like the way that was designed. Um, yeah, Do you remember the so, sound of when you would press the. Because you had to slide the oh, cartridge yeah. into that hatch on the like spring rail mm-hmm. thing. And then once uh. you press it down, the like spring noise it would make. Ooh. Now that's a specific thing right yeah. there. Yeah. And then um oh, and I blew <laughs> and probably ruined so many of those like cartridges. Just trying just to just blew in. I just blew so many <laughs> cartridges. Um what just games putting do you remember so playing much on sweat. that bad boy. Okay. Like a lot. Yes. Obviously, you know, obviously, you know, the the classics. Like yeah, all of those, the Marios, the Donkeys. Um, but uh probably like my favorite ones were the ones that like involved um uh special controllers, like Duck Hunt. Yes, and the um and this with the zapper. I, and then um also the, the the Olympics one where you had to you had to have a pad where yes. you would um where you could use your feet, but you could also like cheat and use your hands and just like yes. you know, just just um the power yeah, those, pad. The power pad. And I had the power glove. I you had a power glove. Had the power I had glove? a power glove and um Oh, this is a I first had, for the show, I think. What? I think this it, is a it, video game podcast and none of your guests have had. Well, that's because I was born in 1981. Hey, well, and, I don't um, think you're the oldest guest on the show, but uh, you're close. Um, well, I'll tell you this. I had no idea and none of my family members knew how to use the fucking power glove. I don't think it worked. So <laughs> yeah. I hope you don't feel bad about that. But it looked so badass. It I really loved did. it so much. I loved it. And I, and I probably played around with it like just not as a not like with games but just like you know as an accessory with, yeah um it looks so badass it still looks badass the co- there's a whole commercial mm-hmm. for this that i have like because jeremy will play it on his show mm-hmm. video games a comedy show it's like a sound drop mm-hmm. and it's definitely from a commercial in this uh kit or maybe it's from the the wizard the um the Fred Savage vehicle, the wizard. Yes, yes, yes. I have some where help. some kid just goes, the power glove, it's so bad. Like, Ooh, as in badass. Like, yeah, he's really, yeah, yeah. kid is like turned on by this thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Can't blame him. Uh, I can't. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like, <laughs> like uh, in terms of just like you couldn't use it. <laughs> but, ooh. Was that thing so cool? And, and like I was saying about like being a Sega loyalist at the time, I, I think I was also a Nintendo loyalist. Yeah. When I when I had the Nintendo, um, and uh, and I remember going to Blockbuster. And this is like jumping ahead in years, but like going to Blockbuster at that time, and you could rent that VR set that Nintendo had. The uh, the Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy. You could rent it at a Blockbuster. Did you do this? Yeah, I rented it maybe like two times. Uh, it was very expensive to rent. Yes. Uh, and it was, you know, it, you can only play for like maybe 20 minutes at a time before it like really just burned through your retinas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, didn't, it wasn't really that cool. <laughs> like, yeah. the, like thinking back, like, uh, it was a, it was a massive failure. I think they yeah. only ever even made like 16 games for it, but they're all mm. like collector's items now. Yeah. I partook. And it was uh, very, very, very fun memories 
of Blockbuster and doing Blockbuster things with like renting movies and video it. games. Uh, so how did on. you, so you were a Nintendo, you had, a, you know, you're playing Atari, Nintendo. Nintendo. How'd you get into Sega? That is, uh, that's a very interesting question. I really don't know how we like, we switch sides mm-hmm. because to me, I, uh, I feel like Sega was like the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Nintendo was like this very clean cut, you know, Jedi, um, thing, uh, like Nintendo was this Jedi force and then Sega Genesis comes along and it's just like this dark, the console is black, black and sleek and, and then, and then the mascot's this like piece of shit hedgehog <laughs> who is so <laughs> fucking cool. And I, I, I want to say we probably turned to we, we we switched to Sega probably based on like the um, Sega's hard campaign. <laughs> like yes, it just worked. It worked. On me. It worked. I I wanted to be that cool. I wanted to be a Sega dude. Yeah. Sega. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Okay, cool. So what was your first Sega system, the Genesis, or did you have a the Master Genesis. System? Genesis. No, I had the Sega Genesis. I had the awesome. Sega Genesis. And this is probably like, uh, this was not a gift. I think this was like, I, I wanted to talk to my brother about this, but we basically, you know, birthdays, uh, Christmas, we basically just save our money yes. for consoles and games. And I do remember purchasing on our, uh, uh, with our money. With our birthday money combined, because here's the thing: I'm a, we're both November babies. Yes, just in time for Christmas. What, we would what day are you? The tenth. I'm the fifth baby. Fifth, okay. November fifth. He's the twentieth. Uh, just two cool uh, Scorpios. I don't know anything about astrology. Um, and so we pulled our money together and we got ourselves a Sega Genesis. And uh, again, that thing, like I think we actually bought it from Toys R Us. Nice. We definitely bought it from Toys R Us. Also, probably bought a lot of games from Toys R Us because yep. they were, uh, yeah, that was like where you bought your games. Um, I went there a lot as a kid. I remember yeah. that too. Were you a Toys R Us kid? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I remember. But then you grew up. Then I grew up and uh, toys weren't us anymore. Mm-hmm. It was sad. But so you guys get this Genesis and we get the this Genesis. are never the same. Lives are never the same. We are Sega loyalists. Nice. We play. <laughs> I can't really remember these games. <laughs> uh, uh, obviously, the Sonics. Um, what's that? What's the one with the martial arts? It's in a rap. It's a rap lyric. Fools, they kick in like Shinobi. Shinobi That's a game. Yeah, Shinobi was a game series. Did you ever play Streets of Rage? Streets of Rage, hell yeah, Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, just name a game. I probably played it, owned yeah. it. I was, this is a, and this is very interesting. I was a very much a hardcore gamer um, as a child and uh, I'm not anymore. Yes. I was very like, I was very, uh, I was I was afraid to come on this podcast because I, I'm not a gamer. I haven't really been a gamer for years. Um, I probably, the, the last console I owned was a PlayStation two. Nice. And the last game I like beat was Grand Theft Auto, uh, Vice City. Wow. RIP Ray Liotta. Oh my um, gosh. Just, timely. Just, uh, probably one of the best video games I've ever experienced. I, I, I dedicated an entire month 
just playing this game and then I beat it. And then I was like, I got to take a break from the game. And then that break lasted for 20 years. Yeah. I I do have to, uh, I have to admit, I am lying a little bit. I remember at one point, uh, my lady at the time and I, we had a, uh, Nintendo Wii, Ooh. but that wasn't like that was more for just like uh, for party things, just like we were, very I, casual system. Unless you very were into ca- it. yeah, it was just like we having a party, we're playing some tennis or uh, some bowling, some bowling. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like a there was never. A, I don't think there was any game that I owned except like <laughs> Wii Sports. Well, hey, Wii I mean, Sports. That and, was kind of like worth it. That that yeah. was anyway, awesome oh, for yeah. what it was. We. I did spend we spent a lot of time on it, but again, it's just like this very casual, fun thing to do with friends. But uh, yeah, I, I love that. I, um, I don't think I maybe I own two games from that on that console. I I, I have uh, got a couple questions for you. Okay. Um, and also, don't uh, I, I? A lot of people do come on this show who aren't gamers or who never yeah. really were. Like we've had people mm-hmm. come on and talk about a game they mostly watched their siblings play. Okay. But, as long as you have a connection to it, it's all that matters, uh, yeah. like you do with uh, with Sewer Shark, like we're going to talk about later. Yeah. But uh, two questions for you that I like to ask. The first being, uh, if you do, you have a console that sticks out as your all time favorite. Mm. Mm. I mean, uh, it has to be. It has to be that PlayStation Two. Oh my it has goodness. To be because there's still so many bangers that you can What were some like other play. ones besides Vice City for you? Vice City, what else? I mean, like when you, when you first got it, you played Taken or was that PlayStation 1? Tekken? I can't remember. Tekken. Tekken. Um, what else was cool um, that I played a lot? Do you ever play like, a, 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 Please, like yeah, something like Jack and Daxter? Yes. Yes. Oh, you know what? You know what? Uh, that I p- loved playing on PlayStation that uh, my sister just reintroduced me to, huh. um, uh, because she has it on her Xbox. Was that one where you're like this? It's like a two D game. Yeah. Uh, and you're like an alien, and you're just setting your people free. A uh, Odd World Abe's Odyssey. Yes. Yes. I was. Was that a PlayStation One or Two game? That the first one was on PS One, but they probably had versions on PS Two. Okay, I think in just in general, then I, it's like a tie between PlayStation One and Two. Like I, yeah. those I, I have a lot of uh, fond memories of playing those games. But I, I chose this game specifically because uh, I, I think I owned every Sega CD game. Yeah, and and this particular game was something that was just so fun to play sewer shark because it yeah. was like it combined simon says <laughs> yes with just like with with just like well, playing you know this is before like polygons or whatever you're you know just like digital video yeah choose your own story kind of thing that is like you know i guess you have that now with like uh telltale uh games um my is that am i saying that right telltale games yeah telltale? that's a yeah, that's yeah. a company they, oh, yeah. I think they they've been bought since, but they, that they made those adventure games for a while. Yeah, um, yeah. That so so PS one PS two for you. Uh, yeah. The last question I have for you about your general history with gaming is: Has there been a game that you've played in the last couple of years that you've had fun with, whether it be at a friend's house mm-hmm. or on your phone? I'd love to hear. Yeah. 
I mean, during the pandy, we all got crazy over that um, that video game that I cannot think of right now, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking Among about. Among Us. Among Us. Got it, Among baby. Us. I never really mastered any of those other maps except for that first one. Yes, the space um, station. Yeah. Love that. Love that game. I probably, I would probably play that game for six hours straight, like during the pandemic, being super depressed that I cannot do anything else and yet having so much fun playing this uh, game. So I guess I'm lying. I guess I had been a little bit of a gamer here and there. Well, it's, you know. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was very late to that. I don't think I even played that till like early 2021. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I was busy playing real games. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But then Mock started having instead of uh, we were because we were still doing shows on Zoom for yes. most of the deep mm-hmm. pandemic. We started yeah. doing the occasional game night. And so mm-hmm. one night we played that and I had so I was like, oh, yeah, this is just as fun as everyone made it out to be. I love a, mm-hmm. a werewolf slash mafia style game. Yeah. So, um, well, that is really cool. And uh, thank you for sharing about your general history with gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, like I told you. Um mm-hmm. But then when we come back, we're going to hear uh, anything you want to share about Sewer Shark. So, Carlos, I will uh, see you on the other side of the break. All right. We'll see you soon, delicious um, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Won't let me forget it. I won't. I won't. I love that phrase. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. This is your host, Connor McCabe, here to get back in and discuss Sewer Shark for the Sega CD with Carlos Orlando. Hello, Carlos. <laughs> Sorry. Dang. It's a kick in the glass and the pouch. Uh, <laughs> you just have to do it now. Um, before we get into your personal history with this game and any memories you may have, I'm going to share some brief history and context about what the heck this thing is. Um mm-hmm. Like I told you before we started recording, Carlos, if you want to jump in or add any important context for just what the heck this was, mm-hmm. the, the you have that option. Just letting you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise. Uh, uh-huh. Go. Yeah, I want to hear it because I did li- very little research and before, Which, you know, none which is was required. A great, which was like a great um, uh, trip down memory lane because like a lot of those games from uh, digital picture pictures, right? Digital pictures. Yeah. Full motion uh, video. I, oh, the the company digital the pictures, company sorry. digital pictures. I, I I think I like owned every single one of those yeah. games. Yeah, Loved that's killer. Every single one. Watching uh, a couple of videos on this game today, I learned about a couple. There's like an a western one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name, but there's another mm-hmm. one like that. I know, I know what you're talking about, and I owned it. I just cannot remember Gosh. the name of it. I bet I can find out as yeah. I. I'm gonna open up a their Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Before I go over that, I'm going to tell uh, the listener a little about about Sewer Shark. So this is a first-person rail shooter video game. So you're basically on, you know, when you're actually playing the game, you're on a track. You're shooting, you're shooting different things that are flying by you. You're sometimes even having to choose the direction that the game that the rail is going to continue on. Um, and it was actually, uh, as Carlos was saying, it was uh, the first on a home console. 
uh, or you didn't share this, but it's the first on-home console game to use full motion video for its primary gameplay. So yeah, no, I, I, I said that. Oh, uh, he did. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Oh, so uh, games in the past had uh, used it for elements or moments, but this was mm-hmm. like the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, it was originally slated to be the flagship product in Hasbro's Control Vision video game system, which would use VHS tapes as its medium. However, oh, Hasbro canceled. Sucked. I know. Can you believe that? Uh, they canceled the Control Vision platform and digital pictures, as you referenced already. Later developed the game for the Sega CD expansion mm. unit, um, and that was a that wasn't just an expansion for the Genesis, correct? Uh, for the Sega Genesis, yes, Sega CD. Um, that's because I feel like the Genesis had so many things you could just stack on it. Yeah, it like was you like could the make Sega a monster. CD. I had the Sega CD. I had the 32x, and then there were 32x CD games that you crazy. Could play. And I owned maybe three of those before, like, Sega folded. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's – gosh, what a what a era that was. Uh, so Sewer Shark is one of the first titles for the Sega CD. And as you said, you got it bundled with your game mm-hmm. – or with your system. Yeah. And it's one of the best-selling games on the Sega CD, leading Sega eventually to bundle it with their unit. So that must have been the one you got it after they made that choice. Yeah, I think it definitely was. I think it was a bundled thing. I, yeah. I, yeah. Um, later, it was ported and released for the 3DO in 1994. And a port was also planned for the SNES CD, but that system was canceled. Uh, oh, okay. cancel, cancel culture once again. <laughs> oh, man. Strikes again, just when you least expect it. First victim, actually, uh, of cancel culture was the SNES very, CD. Very little known fact the first cancellation. Was uh, not a person, culture. but, uh, uh, but an game. add-on to the Super Nintendo. <laughs> um, and this game was actually uh, – this game came out in 1992. So mm. uh, yes. I know I mentioned the port for the 3DO in 94. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah if, so anyone's way, doing, digital- if anyone's doing math right now, born in 1981, I'm fucking 11 years old. This is like prime release for you. This is like I this, – this game is made for me. Yeah. Uh, Hence why we're talking about it. Um, yeah. you, we were talking about Digital Pictures, the, the mm-hmm. game developer earlier. A mm-hmm. um, couple interesting things about them. They are the uh, – they're probably their most famous game is probably Night Trap. Yeah, because it was like uh, – it was used um, uh, in that time, uh, I guess, like during I, – I, I, I'm going to butcher this, but like uh, forgetting like – video games uh ratings right because they yes. were just so violent and and these republicans and maybe some democrats all these all these old geezers we like we joe these- lieberman is the u.s senator best mm. known for this yeah uh yeah they used it as evidence that the video game industry was marketing games with graphic violence uh mm. and other adult content to minors hence the i think mm. what is it called the I forget what the rating system is for video games, but that is the reason that it exists. Yeah. Uh, yeah concern yeah, yeah. about that game and Mortal Kombat. So yeah, which so was like game, a blessing for those games, right? Because like I remember, like I am getting, yeah, I am getting a T, <laughs> a, a an MA mature, uh, whatever it is. Yes. I guess it was, yeah. Just that it would. I, I believe games sold better, right? Because if they it was, if it was, uh, if there was some violence in them, you knew it. It gave you a little. A little guide. Oh, yeah. It had the opposite effect that they hoped for. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
So Night Trap's the most famous one, also full, using a ton of full motion videos. I'm trying mm-hmm. to see. Oh, I'm gonna find it here because it's got a list of their games that they developed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I own. Uh, oh, name Ground them, Zero Texas. Ground Zero Texas. Loved it. Beat it. Loved it. There's a lot of games they developed. I'm looking at their yeah. list. It's kind of interesting, but uh, that was the one I was thinking of from the video that I watched. But mm-hmm. that's basically what this game is: a full motion video on rail shooter with video elements mm-hmm. in between. They were fully acted from different. Ca- there were characters, people playing. You know, it, it dressed up in this sort of post-apocalyptic uh, mm-hmm. setting um, where you are. You know, you're a sewer shark essentially. Yeah. Like you're underground. It's it's. This is a th- – I'm actually playing a yeah. game right now that touches on this a little bit, but like mm-hmm. the disparity of wealth and like what mm-hmm. it – how like society, a rift can be created where there's like two societies, like the wealthy yeah. who live up top. And there like- is – you live in the sewers and like the most of the the general population lives in the sewers. Yes. And only the, the most wealthy live above ground in Solar City. Yes. Um and and you are fighting your way to earn enough, I guess, points to live in Solar City. Because it's all about points. That's the currency. Yeah, currency um, or points. This. And how do you get points? By killing Rattergators. Yeah. <laughs> the coolest sounding animal I've ever heard of. Rattergators. A Rattergator. Um. Uh, so tell me about this. Do you remember being excited for the Sega CD and this game? Was this game just like, oh, it's what's available? I'd love to hear from you. Well, I, I have to, I got it when I'm looking, I, just talking about video games now, right now, I just remembered, oh yeah, I was a monthly subscriber to GamePro. Oh, and no so, way. Yeah. And I had GamePro for a couple years as a, as a loyal <laughs> GamePro. Like I didn't, I didn't read any of those other gaming ones, yep. just GamePro. Love the rating, like just reading reviews of games. So much um, fun. Yeah. And I just remember, I, I, I actually don't, I really don't remember how I found out about this game, but I just remember like uh, this, the idea of a CD, a video game you can play from a compact disc. Yeah. Just seemed so, it, it just, it sounded so cool and I wanted it so bad. And, and, and I already had the Sega Genesis. And all I had to do was just slide. I don't know if you, if the listeners know about if they ever. <laughs> I don't know if these listeners, these delicious listeners, uh, listeners, uh, know about the Sega CD. But you had this console, and then you would buy the Sega CD. And the only way you could play a Sega CD game is if you had Sega Genesis in the first yes, place. It was, an, it was add-on an add-on for it. It was an add-on, and you would slide it in. And I had such fond memories of just sliding that game in, and it was like the coolest, like. Uh, it looked like, and I remember like playing toys with like my video game consoles. Like it looked like a spaceship. It did, yes. It looked like a really sleek uh, spaceship, and um, and I, and I would play games on the Sega CD and and also music because it played music as well. That is not something I knew. Yeah, I remember That's I played awesome. music. Um, uh, your Do you question. remember ever putting like a specific CD in there to listen to? Oh boy, I uh, uh, um, I was a I, I took advantage of Columbia House and uh, I think it was BMG Music, which uh, if the listeners are not familiar, back in the day you could, as a child, as a ten year old, eleven year old child, um, uh, 
you'd have like a magazine and they would have like a little fold out. You can choose uh, 10, 12 CDs for a penny. Just pay what? one penny. Is it and like it was, a, a use It was a subscription program? service. Oh, okay. And so basically they would send you these like 12 CDs or whatever it was um, for one penny. And then the deal was they would send you a, a, a CD every month. And you would either, uh, you know, listen to it or you would send it back and then they would send you another one. This is uh, like the original Netflix, but for music. Yeah, for music. And uh, and then as a child, you just like, you know, you get these things that they wanted you basically just, uh, you know, pay full price for these CDs every month. And as a child, you'd be like, you know, you'd forget to send it back in. And eventually um, you would get get, like billed and they would send it to collectors. And then the collectors would be like, this is an 11 year old boy. (laughs) We're not going to get any money off this kid. And they would just, and it would just disappear. And I did that with Columbia house and BMG music. um, uh, And there may have been like some other service out there, but you could basically, you know, ruin your credit at a very young age. That is hilarious. Yeah. So okay, so that and so that's how I listened had... to, and that was like my first, uh, my first CDs were from those services. Like I remember, like ninety two, ninety three, like having like, um, uh, Death Row, like um, you know, Snoop Dogg's Doggy wow. Style, uh, Rage Against the Machine, and oh, now we're talking. Like uh, I got so many cool CDs that I should not have been listening to as a yes. child, but man, I was. I love that. I love that hardcore shit back then, the nineties, man. I would love to like plug one of these in, a Sega mm. C D on a Genesis and and a CD to like mm. hear the sound quality out of an old TV. Oh, I'm I'm sure awful. Like <laughs> sure. the PlayStation, they figured that out. Yeah. Uh, but I would love I'm i I'm a little uh, cu- extra curious as to how nasty it sounded coming out of that Sega CD. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I, uh, most of my memories are playing music off like the PlayStation and yeah. not so much the Sega CD, but I do remember the Sega CD, you could do that with it. That's um, pretty cool. But maybe at that time, I really didn't really own that much music or CDs. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, but so you did, you got this thing eventually because you had a Genesis. And, I had a and it came with this game, mm-hmm. Sewer Shark. Um, Sega CD, Sewer Shark Bundle. Do you remember like for anything about first playing it or like getting into having this thing? Okay, so with the Sega CD, this is like the first game you pop in. You know, I don't own any other games. Maybe at the time I bought another game with the bundle, but I played Sewer Shark first. And as a child, you know, you grow up playing these 2D whatever, or I don't know the, the correct term. I, I'll say 2D games. Yeah, like side-scrollers. Um, side-scrollers. You know, that's that's just – that's your only uh, experience with these kind of games. And then all of a sudden you put in the CD and you are transported into this movie where you are the main character. Uh, and your name is uh, uh, Dog, Dog Meat. Yeah. And it's basically uh, – <laughs> And they even mentioned this because uh, that right before this, I like I watched a forty minute um, playthrough. Did you really? <laughs> I did, oh and it gosh. was so wonderful because I, I I beat that game. It took me like maybe probably like a like two weeks to beat it, um, and um, and and it the acting, the acting, the performances. It 
I, I think that's what I, I, I love the most about that game, that you were you were the main character in this story. And and um, and it just felt like this was the greatest thing that ever happened in video yeah. games. Yeah, like you were, and I, and I think it, uh, there's still something in that. I think yes. like filmmakers these days, like James Cameron, still they still want shit like that. They still mm-hmm. want you to be the main character in this movie somehow. I, I think that's still in the future of like cinema as well. Totally. Uh, uh, I mean, and that's yeah, that's like the fantasy of a lot of games too. Except in this case, they're like the characters are talking to you yeah. and giving you feedback, uh, depending mm-hmm. on how you do and the choices you make. Um, yeah. There, there, and I watched as as I was telling you a little bit about this and got to see some of the performances. It's, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way. It's hilarious mm-hmm. and it's yes. really it's fun, is what it is. And mm-hmm. I like. It'd be cool if there were more op- acting opportunities yeah. like this these days. Oh, uh, the the actors killed it in yeah. Sewer Shark. Uh, I think that's why I wanted to talk about this game. You have this the your your uh, your your co pilot who is basically like doing basically like Bill Paxton and uh, just is that like Ghost an intense yeah Ghost is uh, I I don't know the actor's name but he's basically just like a Bill Paxton type of actor yeah who's just like the super intense guy who's just uh, who, who's just you know treating you like shit but also just uh <laughs> but but just is acting the hell out of this role as oh, yeah. this, like badass co-pilot and um, it's all like it's sort of like rebellion military mm-hmm. is like I feel like the vibe here well it was funny when I was watching the the playthrough uh you you are a pilot that just came. You were like top of your class in like uh, top rat is what they called it. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> going Full back to like top, top gun. gun. They they you are a graduate of top rat. Incredible. Um, because like, I guess these mutant rats are have uh, um, are everywhere in these sewers that you uh, also live in, and the only way to eradicate them is th- to build this really cool ship yeah. and, and and just blast them away uh also like watching that playthrough on youtube like really gave me like matrix vibes like it did look like the ebuchadnezzar like i wonder if like the wachowskis like watched this game and maybe like, because like, even the way it moved it was like almost it, and sounded it felt like the ebuchadnezzar on like the matrix yeah like going through those tunnels being chased by machines making the way it turns and that sort yeah, of yeah. thing it, like right before you said it Carlos I was thinking the exact same thing yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it really is reminiscent of of those moments in those movies and it was uh, way before maybe like a, almost a decade before the I mean Matrix. like seven years before the first movie yeah so yeah, which we all know was 1999 when the Matrix oh, came out we all know change change the world change the world uh I yeah, it's just it's incredible. Um, so you spend the most time with this ghost character, but you also interact with others, right? Yeah, there's uh, there's there's Falco. Yes, <laughs> I don't know what Falco is. Like, I guess uh, I guess the helmet they couldn't fit an N in there, so it's like you're just Falco. Yeah, there is. <laughs> you know Star Fox. Star Fox. I loved Star Fox. One of Star Fox's sidekicks is Falco, who's a falcon. I wonder. I wonder what was the... I think this was before... I feel like Star Fox was like 93. This game has influenced so much. (laughs) (laughs) More than we could have known. More than you could imagine in just like whether it's Star Fox or The Matrix or, uh, you know, Bill Paxton's career choices. (laughs) Of course. Um, Yes, of course. Yeah. 
There's also uh, like the 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 villain is this boss character who's who who I oh, remember. I remember this guy from like like Die Hard Two. Like yes. uh, I remember seeing Die Hard Two and then playing this game. Like this is the same actor. Yeah, um, who was like basically a Danny DeVito knockoff. Very um, much so. And lo- also kills it. Kills it as the villain. Yeah. And then he has like some sort of Harley Quinn um secretary oh really <laughs> like type of but here here's the thing i want to say before harley quinn was ever even created for us again another when, example of this game's influence because when did like the anime when did batman the animated series come out probably like mid to late 90s like maybe 97 98 holy shit because if you watch these playthroughs this secretary is is you know, which I'm sure is <laughs> is doing the voice that is is a very stereotypical like, how Mr. J, like, Yo, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like b- barely New York. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just the old New York gal. Yeah, like, um, like could work at a diner. I hope I'm not offending any New York girls right now. <laughs> well, you know, the community is generally on our side here for the okay. Call Me By Your Game podcast, so I think oh, you're safe. We'll get a pass. Great, 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 great. Um, that's so so funny and so interesting. So the acting was a huge was like mm-hmm. maybe the most memorable yeah. and, and and great part yeah. for you. Was what did you think about like actually playing the game itself? Was it fun? Was it hard? It was it's hard so, to tell by watching. It, it was so fun because uh, because you have to really watching the playthrough. It, it brought back like oh yes, you have to listen. You can't just like you know just play. You actually have to listen to the audio because they will. Uh, there's this little like this flying machine uh r2d2 kind of like yeah. companion that will like uh-huh. basically guide you but but this little machine is basically ahead of you telling you which way to go yes and and it's and he's telling you this verbally and it's and that's why it's kind of like this simon says he this thing will tell you um you know uh 12 three niner and you have to remember the direction when to go because all because there are multiple uh ways to go but if you go down the wrong uh, uh tube or whatever you will crash and burn you will <laughs> you crash explode. and burn i saw some you will of explode scenes. and those explosions i exploded so so much it's so funny to me that instead of being like left, right, up, down, they're mm-hmm. like, let's make them do an extra yeah. step mentally. Yeah. <laughs> Say like direction on the clock. You, uh, it was at a time where I really needed that too because I was <laughs> – I, uh, I didn't have a watch and I really just needed an education in uh, what 12, wow. 3, 6, niner. I remember playing it probably the first time being like, why is this person saying these numbers to me? <laughs> and not realizing like, oh, these are directions that I have to yes. go, go in. Um, going back to also the Matrix, uh, I don't know if you saw some of the gameplay, but like you would, you would have to recharge. And even the recharge was very much, you were, you you would go through a tunnel like it was like recharge coming up and you would go through a little tunnel and and basically you would see all these uh, lightning bulbs going around you uh, 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 flashing around you yeah. almost like the matrix like the almost, way the ship would like have the way have the ship like, would react yeah with like it, electricity like almost like a huge static electricity between it and like walls or something yeah Interesting. Interesting. Uh, we have was to it? get the Wachowskis on Thank the pod. That we gotta get. We gotta get the Wachowskis. Uh, for full invitation, if uh, y'all ever hear this. Um, oh, they did, they are shaking in their boots. Like, oh no! <laughs> I can't believe Connor mentioned us. Yeah, um, uh, they caught us. They that's caught what people us. don't realize is that they're actually big fans of mine. 
Uh, and well, so was this hard to, do you remember it all? Also, it's so long ago, I know, but do you remember, cause it felt like there's a lot of moving parts watching this video, but maybe you got used to it or gotten a rhythm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, there was, like I said, I probably, it talked me like maybe, maybe two weeks to beat this game because like the playthrough is really like, you can beat this game in 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, if you know it. Yeah. If you know it. And, um, and so I want to say it took me two weeks, but maybe it took less than that. But um, nice. But it like it blew my mind every time, and I probably spent like you know hours, as you do as a child playing yes. video games, you know, um, letting it just rot your brain. Um, the dream. The dream. But um, and and being immersed in this world where you are the main character in this like really just wonderfully acted uh, production. Yeah. Because they did. They did kill it. And um, yeah. This makes me want to see like a something, some take on this type of game now. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't even need to be a real game. It could even be like a parody. But I feel like there's space for like to rip into the, to rip open the nostalgia for this because it's so interesting and specific. I would love to see whether it's a short or something like this. But also like, this game, the way it was designed, like the director had worked. I don't know if you know about this, but the director of this game worked on Star Wars. Yes, I did know like, this. Yeah, and and so like when you're when you're watching this game, like it is so um, elaborate. These these tunnels that are like hand built models that the camera is just weaving through. Yeah, um, it, it's it's uh, it's it's. You, you, now it would all be like you know uh, CGI mm-hmm. or whatever computer, and it, it just wouldn't be as special. But like, it's all practical. Like the current, like the current Star Wars. Yes, Star this is true. Wars. Even um, though I just watched the first episode of Kenobi, and I'm liking it. I'm liking oh, it. Oh, I liking it. actually maybe I'll do that tonight because I'm truly just so exhausted from because I've just been partying the last two partying. nights. And oh, I bet you were at Hyperion last night. Actually, I wasn't. I was at Zebulon last night. Ooh, yeah, was, you had a Zebby night. But it was a Zebby night. Good, Zebby good night. time. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so. I, I, what I want to hear about now is, mm-hmm. do you remember you, you were talking about you and your brother saving up your money? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was for the Genesis or maybe it was for this, but I yeah. want to hear about like- If he's listening to this, by the way, my brother Vince. My brother Vince. Vince he'll probably be the only sibling that listens to this. <laughs> I he love was, you, bro. I love you. Is this- I haven't met- because mm-hmm. I've met the older brothers. Oh, that's brothers, right. You, right? Uh, Connor, Connor has met uh, many members of my family because he came out to my birthday uh, at forty one hundred at the old forty one hundred, um, and you got to meet my brothers and my dad. Um, that's has, right. Your dad, my dad was has there. several. No, my dad was not there. My dad was oh. not there. Uh, <laughs> I'm just my dad has several. My dad has several. Uh, um, children from like different wives yeah and his thing was that he named he named uh like every first or second child after him <laughs> after <laughs> after him his name vicente which is uh, which is his dad's name um and so i have like i have three brothers that are named vicente <laughs> and so and vince who you're referring to is the younger one who i don't think i met i met the older brother yeah you met the older one vince he likes to go by vince to be different gotta yeah, be nice. different you gotta yeah I'm sure the other one is like Vinny. <laughs> yeah. I remember you introducing yeah. me to them 
and then you yeah. you telling me their names and me thinking it was like the funniest thing and then they showed me their IDs yeah. and just they were really they were Oh, you really did f- then you did meet Vince. You did meet Vince. Oh, I did. Cuz okay. he did. Yeah, I remember he did come down. Big big deal. Big deal. Um so uh, let's go into the context of when you were playing this and yeah. what was going on. And if, if there's anything you want to share about your life or anything that was memorable, because mm-hmm. um, you you there, you were about 11, so you would mm-hmm. have been probably in like late elementary school, or early junior high. Mm-hmm. Does anything stick out to you from that time? Mm. Mm. I would say, like I said, like I was I was very deep in the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like every Friday, Friday hit. We we're going to Blockbuster. We're running a movie, and we're running a video game. You know, the best. Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, I was a Blockbuster fiend. Always, you know, always got to have a movie. Always got to have a video game, and and you know, I think to, just to go back to trauma. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, I would say like that was a time where um, like there was a lot of like tension. Mm. Like, you know, uh, in, in the household with like my parents and stuff who like eventually like they split up when I was like um, around this time, like I'm like 12, 13 years old. And so uh, I would say like these like video games like they are now are just as we're, we're just as wonderful yeah. escape to escape from like the from, from things that are outside of your mm-hmm. control. Um and then, uh, and then also like you know, these consoles you only had like you can only play with like one other person. <laughs> not like now that like, you can play like you know with the entire world, um, with multiple multiple people. Um, and I had a brother that was just one year younger. I mean Vince, if he's listening. Um, and he, we were just partners yeah. in crime, um, especially with video games. Uh, even though that this particular video game, Sewer Shark, was a yes. <laughs> But it was also fun to watch. You were like, you know, these kinds of games, all these, uh, I want to say all of those digital picture games were probably like mm-hmm. one player games um, because you were the main character. Um, so I, I would say that games like this, like Sewer Shark, were this wonderful escape um, during a time that was probably a little yeah. difficult. You know, it, it was funny. Thing, you know, I was a little afraid to come on this podcast because it's like, oh, man, there's a lot of these memories. A lot of these memories I probably have, like, tried to not. Yeah, think definitely. About, uh, because it was at a time that was uh, a little chaotic, you know, a lot of moving, a lot of like, you know, going to different schools. making new You're friends. an L.A. kid, right? Yeah. L.A. baby born and raised. Uh, we got a local here, a local. James, James Monroe High School. Monroe. Is that? Right around here? No, no, it's in okay, the valley. Gotcha. It's in the. It's like down. If anyone knows CSUN, Cal oh, yeah, State baby. Northridge, just like down down the street from Cal State Northridge. I was uh, I was basically a valley okay. boy. Eight one eight. Still eight one eight on my phone, uh, baby. Still an OG of sorts. Mm-hmm. San Fernando did, Valley. Did you and Vince uh, share a room? Like, what was the? Where did you play this game? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we uh, we shared a room up until the age of like, uh, like twelve. My I being twelve, he probably being like yeah eleven, and um, yeah, we would share a we, yeah, and then we would move. We moved into like my my aunt's garage, 
my entire like family and siblings were all living wow. in this garage while while we're like transitioning you know like uh like for an entire year i lived in this garage in camarillo uh with my cousin's um family and um and we were very I close. Can imagine. <laughs> it was very close quarters um and i could not uh i could not be a luckier person to have a brother like that because um he was probably the he was my co-pilot. definitely uh, he was my uh he was my bro he was you were um, each other's ghost and he still is he still is still is even though he's far away he, uh, in oakland okay um not too far uh, but yeah we just lived in the same room and so we would always always play video games together he was my number one uh uh, person to play when with. before you moved to the to mm. your aunt's garage do you can you like yeah. paint a picture of the can you scene paint for me mm-hmm. something i know you can do uh, yeah. what this room was like anything yeah. specific what's that again remember? well okay <laughs> mister yeah all right <laughs> uh oh yeah well the, my 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 aunt and uncle they had they were so wonderful in the way they like they 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 uh, put us up in the garage because they they basically put up a, a wall, so they turned the garage into two nice. rooms. And so my mom would be in one room with uh, my baby brother and baby mm-hmm. sister, um, and then my my uh, my brother and I would be in the mm-hmm. other room, and he would like live in the closet or not the clo- the not the closet the um uh like crawl space attic yeah. area. Uh, which was pretty cool, like it, like the way they um, uh, uh, designed. Oh, it. Sounds like they made it work. Um, yeah, they made it work. It was, you know, uh, you know, me talking about it. It sounds horrible, <laughs> but it was. It was also like, it was also this uh, a great time of growth yeah. as well. Um, uh, it's the time. It's about the time when I stop believing in God. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, just because uh, my cousin's family is like the my cousins and my aunt, my uncle, they were just like atheists. Yeah. So they, like, and I'd never like met atheists, and uh, because I was a God fearing boy, I was a I was a I was a, a good, good boy, Catholic perhaps, a little halo, a good Christian, ah, Protestant Christian boy, a good Christian boy, um, um, and then you know. And then you meet these atheists, and and uh, they just talk to you for just a couple of days, and you're just like, "Yo, dude, yeah. this is it. <laughs> don't gotta go to church. Sign me up. I don't have to fear about you know uh, going yeah. to hell." Um, which is and it's and that's interesting too because now my my aunt who was hardcore atheist now she is now full. Are you serious? <laughs> Well, I think just because when the older you get, the more uh, there's something it's, happens. It's got to do with just start. like the fear of like what happens next. Yeah. Is there anything yeah, after sure. this? Which where I'm yeah. at now, I, I'm thinking most likely no. Uh, but yeah, I hope not. I hope not. I, 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 you know, who wants that? It's hard. You know, I swing back and forth yeah. where I'm like, ah, oh, it's the beauty yeah. of this being the life that you get. And then other times I'm like, that is so scary that it's just going to wake up or not wake up one day. Yeah. And it's just going to be yeah. a, all blank. 
Yeah. Look at where we've gone. Don't you love a Don't you love a good nap? I I took one today, Carlos. I took like an oh. hour and a half nap. Oh. Imagine if you never woke up. How beautiful. Honestly, no one's ever made death sound any better than this moment cuz that's fantastic. Because like because sometimes I will wake up and be like, uh, again." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to work. Gosh. Uh, no, that's not true. That's not true. I love being alive, uh, obviously. But I do hate going uh, to work, and, I'll tell you and, that. And especially in these times, man, I do appreciate life. Um, but I will say that um, just the idea of like just being a good mm-hmm. person for the sake of being a good person and not because of a re- a fear or of like going a reward. To hell, yeah. A reward. Yeah. Like I'd rather just be a totally. good person. Totally. I'm, I'm right there with you. Think, uh, yeah. Well, um, I'm glad we hey, got into you know, that. Honestly, uh, <laughs> that's the fun of who, of this show is like you never and know. That's sewer shark, yeah, baby, and it's exactly where they expected it to go. Um, well, yeah. you know, assuming, and if there is more you wanted to talk about with this game or any context that was important mm-hmm. to you, um, assuming that we have maybe reached the end of this little chat, uh, before we do mm-hmm. the post show segments that I talked to you about, would you mind putting mm-hmm. a bow on like what place this game held for you? Hmm. Uh, I, there's, you couldn't release games like this anymore. Mm. I don't think so. I not like, like we were talking about, like the gameplay would just be all, um, uh, polygons Mm -hmm. and all that. Like you, that there was a time where you thought like video games could be like the movies. And, uh, and, and they are, they are like, you know, not to talk shit about these ones but that they're do. not like, like this was some, presented they're wonderful but we're talking about like they're using cameras yeah, like <laughs> like real and cameras. not even just to like motion capture a, like an actor's yeah. facial movements or whatever their body it's literally just no. scenes from like they're shooting full scenes here yeah this is like in a studio uh with like this guy who worked on star yeah. wars and so uh this is like a legit film production that's also a video game and uh, it holds a special place in my heart uh, because this is, this is also a time where I'm not even thinking about being yeah. an actor. You know, I'm like, uh, I, I, I didn't really get into acting until I was like 16, mm-hmm. like later on. Um, but I it probably influenced me because I did love those performances and I did love being in the yeah. movie. I did love being a part of this story and being um, – and being the star of it. So, and now look at me now. Look at me Acting now. Acting with Ian Merrigan in Farmers commercials that J.K. Farmers Simmons is also in. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, check out my commercial, it's a, guys. You probably, if, if you've seen a Farmers commercial in the last, like, two months, it's a, there's a chance you've seen it because I've seen it a few times. Seen and you are so good in that. Ian you guys nailed that. Tessa. Tessa. Shout out to Tessa and Ian. Killed it. Also, UCB people or comedy people, you know, wonderful people, wonderful people, if they're listening, which they probably Everyone are. in the whole world listens to this show, so. And including the Wachowskis. Hey, love ya. Um, Get on this podcast and answer those answers. Did Sewer Shark influence you? Slash, is that where every idea from The Matrix came? Uh yeah, fun fact about the original script is uh, Neo's original name was uh, was what is it? Rat meat, dog, dog meat. meat, dog meat. Also, your name changed. Like you know, the 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 better you oh, were at the cool. game, like like the your level, rank, you would level up. You would be dog meat, then you would be like 
fucking rat killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then finally you were beach bum because you finally made it to oh, the top. Baby. You finally got on that beach. Um, and there's a whole lot of other people on that beach. And it's just like, why is everyone yeah. underground? <laughs> like, it seems like life is okay up here. Um, greed is the yeah. answer, probably. Greed. Well, greed. Carlos, thank you so much for uh, discussing all things Sewer Shark with me. It was really uh, – it's a very yeah. unique game, one of the most unique ones we've had on this uh, on this podcast. And so it's always – when you yeah. were throwing out some options, I was glad you were down to do this one because – yeah, I I'm gonna like look this up. I wonder if there's like a way to play this game like online. It's I, po- I bet you. To... I actually, I'm pretty yeah. confident you could probably emulate this. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. And and uh, you know what the show stance on emulation is? And do it. Um, before we go, <laughs> I'm gonna lead us into some fun post show segments. The first of which is the fact mm-hmm. me by your game segment, where I just share some fun okay. facts with you about the game. Um, okay. the first one we were talk we we're talking about uh. Control Vision Video again, which we sort of touched on in the opening, mm-hmm. which uh, was the canceled VHS-based uh, game console that this was mm-hmm. intended for. The way that I yeah. guess this worked, and I don't even understand it when I've read it, is that the video was split into four distinct tracks that were interweaved mm. or leaved frame by frame. And the hardware oh would God. somehow switch between tracks to, for example, show a turn being taken mm-hmm. or ignored along with the outcome of that yeah. decision – uh, as like one possible thing. Um, yeah. I guess in converting the game to the Sega CD platform, Digital Pictures maintained this approach by having the console read all four tracks worth of data as a single continuous stream to minimize the seek time on the CD, probably the time that it took for the CD to recognize that a mm-hmm. change was being made or like you, you know, t- taking a turn left or niner or what have you. Yeah. Um, there was this game uh, called Psychic Detective. Awesome. Where it was it was basically like you could jump into people's minds and get their first person Ooh. view uh, at any time, and it was all going all at once. And so you could it, it's it, it was this insane game that I never beat because it was like some sort of glitch where like you could sure. get past a certain thing. Um, but uh, I remember like you know, and then later on you would have you know like a TV show like Twenty Four where you're seeing like these multiple you know, uh, uh, things going on all at once in your screen and you would go here yes. and go there. And, like they'd have it, sp- yeah. the screen would be split. Yeah. That's so interesting. Uh, mm. Anyway, that was just a little extra mm. detail about Control Vision Video. And the second one mm. um, I have titled Oscar, I Barely Know Her. Uh, and really mm. what this was going to be about was you already brought it up. You're talking about the director of this mm. game, John Dykstra. Mm-hmm. Um who actually supervised the special effects in the original Star Wars film while he worked at Industrial Light and Ma- Magic and won an Oscar for his work on that movie. Mm. Yeah. And you can't even see his work, right? Because it's all it's been, all been like, coded over by Lucas fucking, uh, and the and Lucasfilm. Which is so it is, insane I wonder, to me. Yeah, you probably have to have like all the original VHSs to be able to watch that. I don't even know where. No, no, there's ways you, there's ways Ooh, you can watch it. There's and as like I said with emulation, it. I'll tell you now, do it. Um, well, that's the end of the <laughs> factory by your game segment. And I'll lead us to the final one, yeah. the game recommendations. Now, Carlos, mm-hmm. as I always tell my guest, this segment is my mm-hmm. one forced tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, mm-hmm. of which this podcast mm-hmm. steals the name from. Um, mm-hmm. 
great, great movie. I, I, yeah, I thought it was I pretty I, good I uh, when yeah, I saw it's good. it three it's years good. ago. Um, yeah. But the way the reason that I'm tying this in is that I'm going to treat mm. uh, Sewer Shark as your passionate mm. romantic summer mm. love in Italy that you're eventually mm. going to move on from as all we do mm. from former lovers. So yeah. these options I'm going to throw out to you, these three suggestions are going to be potential new mm. flings, lovers, what have you, mm. uh, that have something in common with the original one because it's a little familiarity goes okay. a long way. So – well, I hope I can play them on my Well, iPhone. I'll tell you, I think <laughs> that'll the answer will be none of them. Um, <laughs> so um, the first of which is if you uh, want to play another Rails shooter, but this time okay. uh, not on your beloved Sega platform, but powered by the Super Ooh. FX chip on the Super Nintendo, Ooh. I'll recommend a game we actually reference, oh. Star Fox. Star Fox. Love Star Fox. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it was like the same idea. It's like you're just on this mm-hmm. track and you gotta blow shit up. And uh it's um, also very primitive and with its polygons, but it also did do a lot of cool stuff. But oh my God. really cool looking. So much did you fun. ever play Star Fox sixty four? Yeah. On the N sixty four? No, I don't think That's so. That's like the no. full realization no. of what they were trying to do. And it's yeah. that is an all timer. Um yeah. the second one is if you want to play mm-hmm. Uh, an on-rail shooter with zombies. I'll recommend a game uh, called House of the Dead. House of the Dead. I yeah, I played it, this. I think there was an arcade. Is this version. like an arcade game? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It eventually came to version, Wii too, but yeah, it's like a light gun shooter Ooh. where you're aiming, actually aiming like a pra- like a little toy gun at the screen, mm-hmm. kind of like Duck Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Duck Hunt. And my sewer shark together. You know what? What's better than that? Mm. Mm. And the final recommendation for you is if yeah. you just want a bite-sized version of this experience with a little Disney spice on it, I'll go ahead and recommend Ooh. to you the Space Mountain level in a game called Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. What is this? This is uh, a video game where I believe – let's look it up uh, – What's the uh, what's the console like? Uh, well, I'm gonna I'll be I'll what, be able to tell you this? in a, a moment's notice. So this came out in 1990. Uh, actually, this is for the NES. Oh my gosh! Wow. Oh my gosh! This is incredible. This is composed by one of the greatest composers of all time, Yoko Shimamura. Ugh. That's inc- who did like Ooh. Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to say uh, Mario That's and Luigi no. series. Anyway, this was mm-hmm. like a game. This was like a Disneyland themed game by capcom and one of the levels was like wow. a uh, like an on rail sort of like shooter which was space mountain yeah those disney games on like the super nintendo and and the genesis were top notch like so uh good. the mickey I, games I played hours uh, like aladdin oh, lion king uh i think scrooge there was like a scrooge ducktales baby like ducktales um uh, I don't remember like playing the the Mickey one, um, but I remember playing hours of like Aladdin and and uh, and Ducktales. And Any Lion King for oh, you? Oh, and and oh, Lion King, yeah, maybe a little bit of Lion King. Maybe a little. There's bit. also a terrible those, those... Who Framed Roger Rabbit game on the NES. Oof, uh, it is dog shit, but I loved it growing up because that was mm-hmm. like my favorite movie. So I was willing to just try to play it. Uh 
such a that's such a great movie. Oh, all time, still an all timer for me. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a, still the all-timer. new Chippendale movie? No, no, but I was a huge fan of Chippendale growing oh up. Oh my, because uh, yeah. I've only heard kind of uh, like a Top Gun. I've just heard great things. Yeah, really, really, and it's like it's available on Disney Plus. Are we plug in Disney We're Plus right in now? Disney Plus. They they're a sponsor, so we should Disney Plus. Disney um. does what. Nintendo? I don't know. Um, well, that's <laughs> the end of the recommendations. Again, Star yeah. Fox uh, for the Super Nintendo, House of the Dead, and just the Space Mountain level in Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. Space. Carlos, mm. that'll bring us to the end of the show. And before we go and plug whatever we'd like, um, thank you so much mm. for doing this. This was a blast. It's been such a uh, just an honor and a privilege to get to know you so much better over the last like mm. i mean we're getting on two years pal uh of this pandemic and yeah. uh and that means two years of like some of the best friend the best friendship maybe I've and ever hey had. i'm glad to be that for you uh <laughs> it's been so fun to have you on here buddy this was a blast um mm. thank you for having me this was a blast i was very nervous about doing it and uh and this was and, and because I just didn't really consider myself yes. a gamer. It's like, oh my God, I was a gamer. I owned, I fucking subscribed to Game Pro Magazine. This is probably the most satisfying thing on this, about this show is like having people come on feeling nervous and unsure. And then yeah. we get to the end of the episode and they're like, that was easy and fun. I love it. Yeah. Well, my friend mm-hmm. on the way out, is there anything you want to plug, whether it be a social media, um, uh, no. uh, your, your, uh, your adult <laughs> film website? I'd love to hear. Yeah. I guess uh, at Carlos Orlando, you could. Uh, my I, I post like maybe once a month on oh, Instagram. It's great, I'll put a link to it. <laughs> a once a once a week on Twitter, um, not on TikTok, and I have a farmers commercial that's airing, and then a KFC one that should be airing soon. Ooh, can't wait. Um, and then if uh, and if you can get into, I'm in a Groundlings the uh, the lab. If anyone knows uh, L.A. comedy schools, the Groundlings school, the uh, the advanced lab shows. I got two of them coming up uh, and you probably won't see them. Well, I'll go ahead and put links yeah. to the things I can in the show notes. Um, <laughs> again, this has been a blast. I'll go ahead yeah. and just uh, close this out with some yeah. plugs of my own for the show. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. Co- uh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and I guess I have shows down then, but I'll, I'll post those on fucking Instagram. For uh, like improv shows and stuff. Improv shows with Menudo. Got to plug Menudo. With my Minuties. Eventually, I will get everyone on uh, Minuto on the show. We've now had you, July, and mm. Anna. So there's three to go, mm. or do, do Adri and uh, Andy count? Because if Andy counts, I've had I Andy I think at on. this point, uh, because they're <laughs> just in the text thread, they're they're official. Uh, and I and I, oof, Claudio's going to hate this. Oh no! Oh no! Three times. Um, oh, he, yeah. He just walked in my room. Andy. Oh Who's shit, Andy. Adri, you guys are official. Ooh, minutes. we're hearing it here first on Call Me By Your Game. Exclusive, exclusive here first, y'all. We got it's now eight people. I'm not gonna name them all uh, because I'll, I'll I'll forget somebody probably. Um, but yeah, check out Menudo. Check out me sometimes uh, when I do some like weird character stuff at like a backyard, and uh, and that's it. Done plugging. I'm gonna shut You're up. You're all good. That was awesome. Uh, so now, just to correct my count, we have had Andy Bustios on the show, so we're four, we're halfway there. Andy Bustios. I'll be sure that uh, Claudio is the last one, uh, just to really make him want it. Uh, yeah, because that always works for Claudio. Um, the show art, 
is done by Glenn J. You can find Glenn and his wonderful work on Instagram and all the, all the other cool stuff he does at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. This show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. Thank you, Jeremy. He also edits this gosh darn Thanks, thing. Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you, sweet pie. Uh, you should check out his show if you don't already, Video Games, a comedy show. It's another podcast, but it's more of a roundtable group, jokey, jokey style show. Not an in- not like an intimate interview like this. Um, I'm on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. And like I already said, check us out on Patreon. If you like me, if you like video games and the stuff that I have to share about, you are going to love what we have there. It's a ton of incredible bonus stuff that I've been mentioning. The monthly co-op episodes of this show, uh, which is basically a deep dive on a particular game. The book club series, uh, we have already done Resident Evil, The Legend of Zelda. We just finished Metal Gear Solid and we have Donkey Kong coming up starting in August and so much more. Um yeah, that's at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. And I'll go ahead and uh, just shout out every patron right now. We're going to go ahead and shout out those cuties and sweeties. First, we'll begin with Burnt Pop-Tarts, Garrett Morlang, Eddie Martin, David Danella, Derek Fushino, Nick Sahoya, Darren Lau, Nathan Edwards, Gabe Valdez, Benjamin Hall, Jonathan Thompson-Wheeler, Tyler Dather, Mauricio Diosis, and Goblin Palmer. That'll do it. For this, those are some great names. Those are some great names. And some I know, some I don't. Uh, And one burnt pop tart still holds the cake or the Mm. candle. Hey, thanks, thank y'all, thank y'all so much. Yeah, thank you for your support making this possible. Yeah. Um, that'll do it for this episode of Call Me by Your Game. Thank you, Connor. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what, Carlos? I guess we'll see the listeners on the next one. Mm, Those delicious Ah. listeners. We'll see them on. You're, they're just making we got him one more time, didn't we? <laughs> All right, thank you, you Connor. <laughs>